Hi, I'm Corey. Hi, I'm Tess. Welcome to A Lovely Place. We're so glad you've joined us as we invite Jesus into the midst of our lives, learning, and laughter. We hope this podcast can encourage your heart and make you smile today. Hello, my friend Corey. Hello, friend Tess. (laughs) How are you doing today? Good. I'm glad to be with you, even if it's on the computer screen, filming or filming, whatever, <laughs> recording. I like this time. It's a fun, it makes the the anticipation and the nerves relax when we're like, oh yeah, I'm going to talk to Tess. This is good. Right? Share some information and yes. Yeah. It so is a good. good. Thing. Yeah. Yes. Well, so today is our very last episode talking about the Kendra Adachi's The Lazy Genius Way. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of closed that up a little bit last episode, but we we wanted to spend a little bit more time on the principles of put everything in its place and essentialize. Mm-hmm. And for me, even I think that deciding once kind of goes and start small goes along with this too. Yeah. So we're gonna talk And even about, let people in. Right? <laughs> So we're going to talk about decluttering and um, minimizing because that's something that both of us have been Mm -hmm. passionate about in the last several years. Um, But I thought we could start by just kind of talking about what, what kind of, um, what started you on this journey? What was it that, that caused you to take action instead of just like thinking about it? Well, I just remember feeling it was in battleground at our house, and that was like a 900-and-something square foot house, three bedrooms, one bathroom, ranch style, very simple, straightforward. And some, I just felt like we were just overwhelmed with stuff, and I couldn't figure out how to make dinner. My closet wasn't very nice to me, and <laughs> so it was like, what's going on? Everything's coming out of the closet, and it just was like, I just it was like enough was enough. So the kitchen overwhelmed me too much, so I started in my closet, and as I started taking layers of that, and I think Don the Minimal Mom is the one that talks about the onion method, like you take one layer off, and then you take another layer, and every time it gets easier to make those decisions yeah because it's decision fatigue sets in but it was just like I was on this mission like okay I need to get my clothes at least to have a closet full of clothes that fit and then it's easy for me to put my laundry away so it wasn't like I was stuffing hangers in or didn't know what drawer to put what in and so that's where it started to try to just feel like I could be with Riker as because he was like two I think so he's moving around and he was doing stuff and it was just like there was I just couldn't handle stuff everywhere how about you what what was your yeah well so um I'm the youngest in my family and so I notoriously get a lot of hand-me-downs like and I Mm. have my whole life a lot of things that people are like oh I'm not using this anymore why don't you have it and I've never been very good at saying no that's just something that I struggle with and so when we lived in our last house in um near Hillsboro we had you know it was a three-bedroom house but um we had two kids at that point and it just it got so out of control like and then we moved and i think moving was the um 
kind of the thing that started me a little bit more seriously on it because uh -huh. we got to the point that we had like packed all our stuff or packed some of our stuff enough to fill a van or whatever, uh, you know, like a moving truck. And then it was like, wow, we still have all yeah. this stuff. Like, where yeah. is it going to fit? What are we doing with it? And we got rid of like a truckload, a nut, like a pickup truck full of stuff that we had a friend just take it to Goodwill or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we had like a dump load. And it was just like kind of the, one of those moments where you look at all this stuff and it makes you sick to your stomach. Like, I don't know yeah. if you've ever experienced that, but that's what I felt was like, what? Oh, like, whoa, you know? And yeah. so we moved here and to battleground and somehow still we're, we're acquired, we were still acquiring things that we didn't need, you know? And so, um, but I think that the mindset that kind of changed for me was when I looked at myself and I looked at my, like the way I was spending my time and most of my time was spent either tidying the house, organizing my possessions, or having anxiety about tidying and organizing. Like, because the <laughs> yeah. times I wasn't tidying and organizing, I was so overwhelmed that I was just stressing out about it, even though I wasn't doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it was like, that was the majority of my time, how it was spent. Yeah. And I, you know, like, without not having read the lazy genius way, but I looked and was like, what what is important to me? Yeah. Not this. Like, right. I want to be spending time with my kids. Like, I want to be not stressed out all the time. Mm -hmm. I want to not have like this such a visual distracting, visually distracting environment mm -hmm. that I spend time in, you know? Yeah. Um. So I think that for me was kind of the tipping point where I was like, I have to get more serious about this because yeah. I don't want this to be my life and like the legacy that I leave mm -hmm. for my kids and the people around me, you know? Yeah. And I so. think when I started decluttering, one of my friends started a Facebook decluttering, decluttering group and she had like this January challenge, get rid of 30 things or whatever. I don't remember what it was. And then I found Dawn the Minimal Mom, and then she was sharing Joshua Becker's sermon. And yeah. I love that he shared from a faith perspective of we're not meant to have so much stuff. And not in a way that it was like you can't have nice things or you can't have a home, but it was like, hey, let's have the mindset that those things aren't priority over other people or time with Jesus or just mental space for how about mental health? Yeah. Just like that spirituality. And so as I kept decluttering and I just started with all the stuff that I could control or I could get rid of without affecting Stefan and Riker too much. And then as I got going and they saw the momentum and the benefits of what I was doing already, then I was starting to teach Riker as a little three-year-old, like, hey, we don't have to keep all these toys anymore. There's new toys coming or yeah. whatever the process is. And then, but just, I was re-listening to Joshua Becker's sermon and I just was like challenged again, like, okay, what, if this is important to me and now I'm trying to create more space for Jesus and what things are really important to create a lovely place in my heart and in my yeah. home, not just on this podcast, right? Like, <laughs> but it was just like, okay, how can I 
get to that onion layer of stuff. And now we've moved into this new house in Spokane and it's twice as big or even more than that. And I remember you came and visited and you're like, how did you fit all your stuff in <laughs> Battleground? And I'm like thinking in my head, it must have been like a tight Tetris puzzle. <laughs> Only move one piece or it's all going to fall down, right? But then I yeah. was kind of a little convicted like, oh, we were able to fill up this big house with all of our stuff. And so I'm just like, it should look like we don't have anything because we <laughs> moved from whatever. So that's been yeah. in the back of my head of just like, I don't know. I don't want to be yeah. ruled by stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I realized, so in the last month or maybe, well, maybe like three months, we've done some pretty drastic mm-hmm decluttering um in our room and in our bathrooms and um just recently in the garage but then in the kitchen as well yeah and just as i reflect like in the evenings um it it just i realize how much stress feels like it's just lifted off my shoulders because of i i think this there's some something that you don't really think about but this like unseen to it, like an unseen to-do list and i know yeah. don the minimal mom talks mm-hmm. a little bit about that but also the idea that you're you're responsible and taking care of all these things and that yeah. i didn't realize how much that was weighing on me of like well, I have to kind of know what I have, right? Because you don't want to have things that you don't know what they are because then you can't find things. So then if I have to know about all these things that I have and then I have to think of that I'm taking care of them, they're not getting ruined, they're not getting wet, you know, like things in right. the garage. Right. And it it just becomes this gigantic like thing that's just like hanging over me. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I just like my mental state feels so much better after subtracting and, you know, um, keeping what's important, but then letting all the other stuff kind of move on, you know? And not that, because we mentioned a few of the different principles, but now I'm thinking of like the live in your season thing and that helped me get rid of some things too. Like it was like, um, am I going to have a newborn and do a lot of quilting or am I going to do a lot of, um, card making or craft stuff. And so I got rid of a lot of that stuff because it just wasn't the the moment I was in the season. And it was like trying to honor the place I'm in and be like, okay, I don't have time for that. And I don't need to look in a closet with it and go, oh, I'm not doing that. Like it just became yeah. not enjoyable just by having stuff that was supposed to be enjoyable. <laughs> if that made yes. sense, it was like, okay, and how about we have some craft supplies, but not a whole closet full of them? Like, right. we lived in our house here for now six months, and I think there's a few containers behind me in this lovely, messy closet that you can see, Tess, <laughs> that we haven't even touched. So it's like, so the container method that Don, the minimal mom, talks about, if you're not sure about decluttering it, put it in a de- container and then get rid of it later. So it's kind of like it's been in a container. So now it's like, okay, well, I can just be like done with that. And the other day, I don't know, maybe it was last week or something. I just got so overwhelmed with stuff everywhere in this office. And it was just like, and so then I was teasing you, the rage purge. (laughs) (laughs) And I just was like, that's it. I got rid of Christmas cards from years ago. And I was like, why am I keeping these? I'm not rereading them. And it doesn't change the sentiment or the enjoyment I had of them when they came to me. Yes. But it was just like, 
okay, I don't need to keep this. And it was like a trunk load of stuff went to Goodwill and it was like, yay. Like, I don't have to, like you were saying, I don't have to inventory. I don't have to manage that stuff anymore. And it didn't have a place. It was on the floor. Like, that's not a place (laughs) for stuff. (laughs) And the garage, like, okay, that's where cars are supposed to be. What's in there that the car can't be in there? And the kitchen is supposed to have dishes. And the bathroom is supposed to have bathroom thing you know like i was just trying to be like <laughs> yes. not make it over complicated like right define but the space i like what you pointed out though about um what don said about your possessions like she talks about what are your possessions saying to you like are they telling you oh you really haven't done this project like you should probably get on that you know yeah or like well you want to be better at at quilting and sewing why aren't you doing that you know Mm -hmm. and like so we want our possessions to make us feel better when we're at our house not like convicting us or making us feel like we're failures of a human you know and cue Um, the closet again right right? (laughs) yeah so (laughs) I think a couple of the tools that I've really found helpful, what, the first one was Don the Minimal Mom talks about a book that she read, which we're going to link in the show notes because you knew the, the author, mm-hmm. um, is called Declutter at the Speed of Life. Yeah. So she talks about that because, you know, sometimes the methods people use is they make piles and then the piles um, – kind of just don't get cleaned up after a while. And then it just feels like a bigger mess. And so for me, that was helpful, that episode that she posted about that to make it work in my life so that my house doesn't get messier as I'm trying to get rid of things. Right. Um, But then another thing that I've done, like you were talking about Christmas cards. So I'm a very like cards matter to me. Like I love them and I I do actually go back and read them. And so I was Mm -hmm. struggling with like, I don't want to get rid of these, but I had so much paper junk, like keeping keeping it all. And so what I started doing was I use Google Keep Notes, mm-hmm. um, which is on my phone and it's on my computer. It's attached to my Google account. And I use that to take pictures. I, so I have like little notes. I have one that's like birthday cards, one that's Christmas cards. Okay. And I use that and I open it up and I take a picture of the card and then it's there that I can look at it at any time and then I recycle it. And that was like such a freeing thing Mm. for me because I seriously had boxes of cards. Like it was a problem. And that meant I could keep them in my heart and I could like see them if I really wanted to, but they, the physical nature of the physical item was gone. Yeah. Um, And then one other thing that I've found helpful um is the two minute rule um and i can't i would have to figure out who talked about this because i don't remember but just this rule that if something is going to take less than two minutes don't put Mm -hmm. it off do it now yeah and i have found that to be helpful because i am a procrastinator like really Mm -hmm. like I'll be like, "Eh, i can just do that tomorrow but they said you know like if it takes less than two minutes just do it now. And if it's going to take longer than that, put it in your schedule, like put it in your calendar that you're oh, going to okay. do it instead of, and like have a time, like I'm going to do this at this mm-hmm. time. And that has been helpful to me to like filter some things like, okay, putting this little thing away is not going to take that long. Right. Um, and then the decide once principle, like I was thinking about that this morning. Like as I tidy sometimes, which is now taking less and less and less time, Mm -hmm. I'll look at something and say, 
do I want to touch this again? Do I yeah. want to put energy into moving this again? Or is it something <laughs> that I'm okay to get rid of? And a lot of times that can help me clear some things out in real life speed, not like I have to take a half an hour to declutter this space. Right. It's right. just as I go. Yeah. So those are some things that I have found helpful to me. Well, and when I first started, I think it was helpful that decluttering group on Facebook. So you could just group some friends together. And then we were taking before and after pictures. And that helped me a lot because it was like, I didn't have to advertise my mess on the large Facebook. It was yes. with some friends that were safe. <laughs> and you're one of the friends on there yes. as well. And so that just helped me like, hey, look at this before and after crazy mess, not so messy. Like, that gave me encouragement that I wasn't alone in doing it, but there was other people that were helping. And then um, another thing I was thinking of now that I've decluttered a lot, I had some practice. Now I'm able to be like, oh, this friend is going through a hard time. I could go and help her take a load of stuff to Goodwill. Like, And it's like, if there's somebody that can do that for you, that just makes it so much easier. So that just was yes. like, we get to be helpful to each other in our messes, like, we're not yes. alone in this mess and there's hope on the other side of all of your piles of stuff. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. So good. So we've talked about a lot of resources so far in this episode, um, which we're going to link in our show notes. But then we're also adding some things to our show notes today that we maybe didn't get a chance to talk about, but mm -hmm. that we feel like would be helpful for people to see if if decluttering or minimizing is something that you're interested in exploring. Yeah, and message um, me privately. I I love talking about getting rid of stuff. Right. Like, go for it. <laughs> Try it out. <laughs> Just ask yes. my mom. I'm like, mom, you ready to get rid of some more stuff? Not, not yet, she says. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but she's been making a lot of changes too. And I think that's fun that it's been rubbing off on somebody else yeah it's yeah. infectious right mm -hmm. because i think something about simplifying and i was thinking about it the other day just in like the context of jesus traveling you know with his disciples and stuff and i was like whoa like what would it be like just to have like what you can carry on your back or on a horse like mm -hmm. That's just a little crazy to think about, but how much of your brain's space would be freed up for other things? So yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I like go cr on the crazy end of things and I'm like, maybe we should just sell all of our things and yeah. move into a tiny home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm actually ready for that yet. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> I'm ready to, you know, like just downsize drastically. So yeah. Yeah. So you were going to share a verse with us today. Um, that kind of goes along with what we're talking about. Yeah, in chapter in in chapter Luke, in the book of Luke, chapter three, John the Baptist was preparing the way for Jesus to come, and he was talking to the people and kind of ruffling up some feathers. And then some people that stayed, they were like, "Well, what should we do? What, how are, can we be ready?" And in verse three eleven. John the Baptist answered and said to them, he who has two tunics, let him give to the, or excuse me, let him give to him who has none and he who has no food either. Sorry, I need to get a bigger print Bible, I think. 
or glasses, whatever. Okay, continue on with the verse. Let him do likewise. So he's saying, if you have two tunics, share. If you have a coat, share. If you have food, share. And then to the tax collectors who also came to be baptized, said to him, teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, collect more, no more than is what appointed for you. Likewise, the soldiers asked him, saying, what shall we do? And he said to them, do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely and be content with your wages. So I hear being content with our wages, not taking any more than you need, sharing what you have. Yeah. And I just thought, how amazing is that? And that prepares us for Jesus to come. That is, wow. Yes. That's so good. It's it's so simple, but also mm-hmm. really hard to do. And I think that's where we get to do the heart work of, you know, and it made me think of just like for so long how I was living in a scarcity mentality. Mm-hmm. And I know for some people that is a reality. Like, so I'm not discounting that, but I think for so long I was holding on to things because I was afraid that I wouldn't have what I needed when I needed it. And I think that's been a trust thing with God to say, I can pass this on and trust that if I need something, if I need this thing in the future, you will provide for me to have what I need. Mm -hmm. And um, man, that relates to so many different things, you know, where we can just trust God that like um, he, like Pastor Elizabeth said in her sermon yesterday, he has our back and he has our future. So that's, mm. um, so I, I like the passage that you read and I think it really just does bring it back to like getting ready for Jesus and mm-hmm. trusting and about, God. And it's about others. It's not about your stuff. You know, yeah. it's not about, yeah. Let's make lots of money and let's get a big house and let's whatever. This American dream thing has gotten a little twisted with yeah. Jesus' dream because he cares right. more about people than stuff. Yes. And we care more about yes. you than stuff. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, friends, we'd love to hear from you guys on Facebook. Um, if you are decluttering and would like some support and or friends along the journey we'd love to join you with mm-hmm. that and um yeah we are excited for our next book that we're going to be reading which mm-hmm. is don't mom alone and don't dismiss it if you're not a mom because there's a lot of principles in there that will apply to everybody daniel and i were having a conversation about it last night and i think um they're universal things you know not just for moms so yeah um so we will i guess talk to you all next time yes thanks for joining me today Corey. thanks for joining me today and thanks for (laughs) listening everybody yes all right bye-bye